What's up everybody? Welcome to the show Built with VAs. I'm your host Valentina Brega and in today's episode I want to discuss 10 costly mistakes you're probably making when hiring people that attract you bad candidates. I know I made those mistakes some years ago and it took me a long time to understand what was it that I was doing right, what was it that I was doing wrong. And I'm going to share this information with you because maybe you are here as well. Maybe you've been placing ads all over the place, you're getting a ton of applications, you're even hiring people but they don't stick around or you know this is not the right person. We're going to find out why in today's episode. Let's go. In my company, HireTrainVA.com, we have placed hundreds of virtual assistants with companies. And sometimes people come to me and say, I've tried hiring on my own and it doesn't work. And I say, well, what exactly didn't work? They say, well, I'm running all these ads. I'm getting a ton of applications. First of all, I don't have the time to look through applications, but then people ghost me at interviews. They don't show up. After I hire them, they ghost me. They don't produce the work they were supposed to. They were not who they presented themselves at the interview or in the resume. And all of this sounds so familiar to me. I've seen it a hundred times. And people come to me and they say, I just want somebody who knows what they're doing and who knows how to hire people the right way. Look, before we begin, you can hire the right person the right way as well. If you pay attention to this 10 mistakes that are most common when it comes to hiring. Okay, let's get into the first one. The number one thing is you don't know what to delegate. You know you need a person in your team. You know you need somebody to help you with the workload, but you don't know what things to take off your plate. To make it easier for you, I'm actually leaving here a um, some information. It's a file, 100 plus tasks a VA can do for you. Make sure to download it. It's in the resources. You'll easily find it here. And that's going to give you some inspiration and some ideas of what you can take off your plate. But it's not enough just to delegate tasks. Delegate responsibilities. Because when you delegate tasks, you will have to come up with additional tasks what to give to that VA. Instead, when you delegate responsibilities, Responsibilities, they're responsible for a whole department or for a whole outcome. And that way they will come up with their own tasks, how to give you that outcome you're looking for. So this is a, a big, big uh, game changer. Also measure performance. How will that person know they're doing, they're being successful? How is that VA or that employee know that they're giving you the results you're looking for? So the number one mistake is again, not knowing what to delegate and not knowing how to measure it. Understand, okay, I want you to be responsible for this outcome. And this is how we're going to measure it. By the end of the week, I need this many leads. I need this many contacts. I need this many. So have exact metrics that the VA will follow. All right, so number two, ignoring red flags. How many times has that happened? Let's say you have a person in your company and you say, they're not really producing the results I'm looking for, but I can't let them go because they're good people. They need the money. They have a hard life. They, they're struggling financially. They need this. They're really trying and so on. I see the effort, but at the end of the day, every person that you have in your company is either a revenue generator or an expense. Either that person brings you money in the company or you're spending money on that person without bringing anything in return or losing money. So treat your business as a business. Personal feelings aside, personal emotions aside, how is that person generating revenue in your company? If this is not the case, then you probably have to replace the person or put them in additional training and, and get them up to speed so they can bring you the results you're looking for. The third mistake is ignoring cultural fit. Qualifications alone is not a guarantee of a harmonious team. And I know I learned it the hard way. We had one person in our team who was skilled beyond imagination. This is probably the most skilled person I have ever seen work in my company who generating, was generating ideas and just a total A player. 
but was not a culture fit. They were not coachable. They didn't want to grow. They were uh, gossiping about other people, possibly about me as the business owner as well. It was just creating a toxic environment. And even though I liked the qualification of that person so much, and I would have liked to duplicate that person, man, if only that person had a different attitude towards work and different culture fit, we would have been the luckiest people ever. But it didn't work out. We had to let the person go because it was causing a lot of disruptions in the team dynamics and it was causing more harm than good. So we eventually replaced that person Person with three other people who are doing different tasks. But overall, the team morale has improved tremendously and the performance has improved so much more. So don't ignore the cultural fit. It is so important. Once you understand for yourself what values you have in your culture, in your company, then you want to attract people who share the same values as you. In fact, I recently made another episode on the culture. So make sure to go back and watch that episode because it is going to be so good to know how to set the right foundation in your company so that you attract the right people and grow from there. You just gotta have the right roots. You have to. Mistake number four is falling in love with a candidate. I know that was my mistake too a couple of years ago before I had to catch myself on that. It's like, no, stop, you're doing this again. So here's my thing. I can fall in love with a candidate very easily. If I see a person that is presenting themselves so well in an interview or in a resume, especially after I have seen so many other candidates that were bad, and I see this one person that is good and presenting themselves so well, and I'm like, okay, you know what? You're hired. You're hired right here on the spot. I like you. Let's go, go ahead and, and get it started. The mistake that I'm making, is I don't qualify that person more and I think I hire out of desperation. Mistake number five is people don't test what they buy. So when you fall in love with a candidate, before you give them an offer, test what you're buying, test their skills. Because what I have seen from my experience is, I remember this case, we have hired video editors for my company and people showed me this awesome portfolios, great resumes, this amazing, you know, skill set. And when I gave them one little task to work on my project, unfortunately, the result they gave me back was rather disappointing. It wasn't even 10% of what they showed me in their portfolio. So people sometimes you know, flat out lie in their resumes or in their portfolios or or in their interviews. So if you want to make sure that you're bringing the right person on board, give them a little task, a little test. It doesn't have to be anything uh, big or, or complicated, but enough for you to see what this person can really do. So what's gonna happen is when you give a test to people, a lot of them will not follow through, a lot of them will ghost you, but that's okay. That is another level of qualification because you do want people who want this. You want people who are hungry. You want people who are serious about getting this job. I know I would have taken the test easily. My husband is a video videographer. He wouldn't mind. No one on my team would, would mind this. So the right people out there, if you really are an expert, you don't mind showcasing. You're, you don't mind bragging about your expertise and like, yeah, I'll show you what I can do. You'll be so impressed with what I can do. You don't mind showing this. And um, that's what separates the A players from someone else. All right, mistake number six is you're waiting too long. Maybe you have this idea in your head of what a perfect virtual assistant or employee should look like and you're looking for that person. Maybe you want to replicate yourself. Because you have this limiting beliefs that no one else can do tasks better than you, you're looking for the person who is as close to you as possible. The truth is that a skill set can be learned. What you want to do is you want to hire the right personality. Okay, let's go to mistake number seven. You're paying too little or you're paying too much in the probationary period. Let's talk about pay. You Usually what I like to do in my company is we start 
with a rate that's slightly lower, but I do have this, like, hey, we, there's two, two ways that we can uh, bump the offer. One, let's start with the probationary period, see if we work out, that reduces my risk. We can either have the probationary period for 90 days, or we can talk about uh, an increase in salary until you achieve this result. I actually like the second approach better because that way, People are more motivated to get me the results that I'm looking for faster uh, to prove that, hey, I can do this uh, and I deserve more money. So here's one thing, right? Paying too much on the probationary period. The flip side of that, you might be paying too little on the probationary period. Because if you have a very good candidate who says, no, I'm sorry, this is my rate and I can't go any, uh, any lower than that, I don't want to lose that candidate. What if they're right? And I say, you know what? That's fine. I can give you this amount of money, but... I want you to tell me what to do. Uh, no hand-holding, I'm delegating up. I'm delegating a task to an expert, someone to tell me what to do because you're taking the things off my plate. I'm assuming you know how to do this better than I can. And if, uh, let's start Let's start it like this. The probationary period is not going to be 90 days. Let's start for one week, two weeks. I'm gonna pay you what you want. But if, if you are not the expert that I think you are, then we cannot go down this route. So either way, this works because you don't want to miss out on really, really good candidates. Mistake number eight is you are failing to sell your company and you're failing to sell yourself. Great candidates have options. Let's be honest there. In fact, you know what? Good people already have jobs. So for you to find a good person who's available and who's going to be this amazing superstar you're looking for, the chances are very slim. For whatever reason, our acceptance rate is one or 2%. So out of a hundred people that, that apply, only one or two people are selected. It is a lot of hard work to find the right person, but that's because a lot of good people are already with companies. Great candidates have options. So they're not sitting around looking to be picked. So how do you sell your company? What do you have to offer them? What do you have to offer them that stands out from someone else? Um, is it the benefits? Is it the culture? Is it the pay? Is it the time off? What is it that you have to offer to them that they stay with your company and not go somewhere else? So think about this, the way you sell your company, when you, when you, when you meet with a person in an interview, it's, this is a both-way street. The, the candidate is not just there to convince you to hire him or her, you're also there to convince the candidate, the good candidate, to go with you and not with other companies. So that's another mistake. Mistake number nine is hiring alone. It probably goes hand in hand with falling in love with a candidate. That's why I want to have a second person with me when I do the hiring, because I want to make sure we discuss the candidate right afterwards. Maybe I like someone so much, but they are noticing some red flags that I haven't paid attention to, or it could be you know, the other way around. In any case, uh, having two people look at candidates with fresh perspective, fresh eyes, it is a much better approach than do you doing this alone. So if you have hired alone up until this point um, and you haven't gotten any good candidates, it could be because you overlooked some red flags or you, were, you made an emotional hire rather than a logical hire, uh, or you connected with a, with a prospect on, an, on an, a personal level, but they're not a fit skill-wise, or maybe the opposite. Maybe you like the skill set so much, but you didn't screen for a culture fit. There's just so much more going on. So having the second person um, next to you and eliminates this risk a lot more. So here you go. Okay, and ready? Mistake number 10. And this is a huge one. 
It is neglecting your new hire. So you have put all this effort into finding the right people. You have vetted them. You have screened them. You put them to a test. You had another person next to you to, you know, to go through this whole process. And you finally decided on a good candidate. And then you let them do whatever they want. And you don't manage them. You don't train them. You don't put time and effort into them. Hiring an employee or a virtual assistant is not hire and forget. You, you have to put some time initially into them. And a lot of people say, well, I don't have the time. That's the problem. I don't have the time to invest into my new hire. I hired them so, so that I could have more time. And it's true to a certain degree, because if you don't train them the right way, if you don't teach them about your company, about your values, about you as a person, about your market, about your clients, about your customers, or the, you don't set the right expectations, they will make a lot of mistakes that's going to end up costing you a lot more time down the road. So what, what would you rather do is make sure you allocate this time. It's an investment. You're investing in your team. You're not wasting time. You're not spending time. You are investing in your team. Make sure you allocate this time to show them the ropes, build this cultural, build this relationship, uh, make sure they a cultural fit, share the culture with them, share who you are, what you stand for. And then once they got it, then you can completely offload it to them. And then you will um, have a lot more free time and a lot of peace of mind because you know that person can take care of the responsibility that is up to your expectation and up to your standards. And you don't have to go a lot back and forth with the feedback and so on. And speaking about the time, because you're going to invest this, this uh, time with a new hire, you might as well just record it. Just, you know, it's going to be on, on a computer or um, even if it's in the office, find a way to record what you're teaching them. And that way, even if this person doesn't work out, you have the recording stored in a central location where the next hire can easily access it. So it, it reduces your time in the future to um, train the next person. But hopefully, after going through all of this, after going through this whole process, hopefully you found the right person. And now that you brought them on board, train them, spend time with them, and then you can offload it with, with a lot of peace of mind. These are the 10 mistakes that I had. Hopefully you got something out of this, something that you, maybe you had some aha moments that you're doing in your company. I know I have, I could tell stories about how I learned each and every single step. And right now I'm just so proud of my team, the, the team that I'm building at my company, Hytrain VA. And I'm also very proud of the virtual assistants that we find and screen and vet and we check for culture fit and we check references and we do all of this. But I'm very, very proud of the VAs that we have and we place with our companies. If you want to learn more about our process, about how to work with virtual assistants, you will find the link here. If this is something that you're looking for. Let's just get on a call, have a chat, have a strategy call. Tell us what it is that you're struggling with and we will see if we're a good fit. If not, we'll point you to the right direction or maybe we'll give you an advice that will take your business to the next level. In any case, great talking to you and um, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time.